1: know. whew we made it out of last year in one piece i know some of us didn't and i'm not going to predict that this year will be any easier all i know is that it will be manageable with the help of great music and good friends talking of the former this is sick things and waste my time from their split seven inch with ian blurton's future now <laughs> enjoyed last week's New Year's Eve show. I sort of did. Didn't enjoy the clearing up afterwards on my own as Barton had legged it as soon as the alcohol ran out. No, your Uber hadn't arrived. It's you're too tight to pay the New Year's Eve rates. You staggered home. Anyway, it's just that I don't get the whole live DJ thing playing to a crowd. All right, there was only about what, a dozen of us uh, or so round uh, mine, but uh, as you know, I like to like, regale facts and stories. Between songs uh, about what I've played all around, but I'm just going to. And you know, obviously, if you're going to do that at the venue, then people just want to hear great tunes and not chit chat. So, to me, all you need is to uh, create a kick ass playlist, share it with the venue, stay at home, hopefully being credited for your effort. I remember when the uh, marquee DJ Slam, um, was it Monte Zero and Jerry Floyd, were given their marching orders and they started a petition to be reinstated. I couldn't see the point. Appropriate music was played between acts, obviously on a tape, and uh, all was well with the world. Requests, yeah, like they got played. Yeah, actually, to be fair, uh, I did hand over a Howling Mad demo tape that was aired in its entirety by either Jerry or Monty, Saying, so, you know, basically, yeah, I'm talking crap. Who knew? Of course, was Duncan Reed and the Big Heads and Sailor V taken from the band's second album, the difficult second album, that was requested by squirrel companion Ian to be played on last week's show. But I took an executive decision and uh, aired a boy's track instead. On the album, a launch gig news for the Big Heads' fourth LP, Don't Blame Yourself, a new, new, new date has been booked for the 3rd of July at the Lexington as part of this year's Pump It Up, a Power Pop Weekender that feature over... The course of the two days, the likes of uh, the Yum Yums, Baby Shakes and Radio dates. I believe plans are afoot for those of us who had the launch party gig tickets to be able to purchase Saturday's ticket at uh, the early bird rate. I missed last year's Powerpot weekend as I was elsewhere engaged. One of the days, uh, I was seeing Janice Stark round the corner and up the road at the Hope and Anchor instead of witnessing the last gig. The Speedways would be playing as singer-guitarist Matthew Julian was taking a leave of absence with the word hiatus being banded around. Fortunately, in November, the band announced that they would be up and running this year, along with the news that the band's two albums, that'll be just another regular summer, and radio sounds, were being issued in Japan as a double CD through Wizard in Vinyl. And that's Wizard with two Zs, which uh, obviously I bought... Under the guise of Matt Speedway, Matthew has just released on Bandcamp five songs that he recorded on a four-track Tascam at various travel lodges between October and December last year. That are free to download. The EP is called "Only Trouble Is Gee Whiz: The Travelog Tapes." Uh, I do hope that they are Speedwayed at a later date. In the meantime, this is "She's Got a Melted Heart and a Frozen Mind." from said EP Social media is that the Speedways are in pre-production for their follow-up to Radio Sounds. And uh, I forgot to mention that they're on this year's Pump It Up A Power Pop weekender bill. Jana Stark, please take note and don't play any gigs in London on that weekend. Now, normally at uh, this time of year, I moan that my Ramones presidential seal on my t-shirt has decidedly become egg. Shaped due to festive overindulgence. Well, not this year. Yeah, sadly, it's my Doctors of Madness logo that has now become oval. I'm a bit gay, no pun intended, as over the course of the last 12 months, I've managed to lose two stone, only to whack on seven pounds over the last few weeks. Yeah, having three pizzas uh, on the trot Three days running between Christmas and uh, New Year that didn't help. I seem to have given myself a reputation for liking them. A friend of the show and Squirrel Associate Arkwright even gave me a pair of socks with pizza print on them. You yeah, to be truthful. Uh, don't tell anyone. I have actually scaled down my pizza consumption from one every Saturday lunchtime to half about once a month. Anyway, enough of my weight loss. And gain, uh hold on to music, because, um, you know, that's why you have tuned in. Now, back in 1999, a band formed in North London called Johnny Zivago that featured Steve Maloney, Neil Roberts, Lee Ray and Jamie Hunwicks. And uh, being completely blunt and to the point, they were a fucking excellent band. I saw them live a couple of times. Once, I think, supporting either Seaver Ginger 5 or Back Up Babies and headlining the Water Rats also seems to ring some bells in 2001 the band released their one and only album to date some of the people all of the time through infernal records which obviously I purchased they included an ep of covers fast forward to the end of last year and said album has been restored and remixed for its 20th anniversary and now sounds how the band wanted it to Plus, it has an extra track. It's uh, available on the Johnny Zivago Bandcamp page, but not only that, the original version is also on hand to download for you to compare and contrast. If you like riffs, like myself, you'll certainly be impressed with Show Me Your Disease from the aforementioned restored and remixed album. <laughs> I'm sure that there is an interconnectedness with that other great lost band, Vive for Fail Failed threats of an unreleased second album, seeing the light of day, needs to become a reality. I spotted on the interwebs an album called Sleaze. They had a picture of a young lady's behind and legs in a pair of fishnet stockings. Clearly a glam band that needs my attention, oh, I thought to myself. band in question is called Bear Chest, and that's bear as in the animal. And uh, they should be done under the Trades Description Act because it's uh, they're more you know, stoner than sleaze, even if the Sheffield bands say that they are a combination of the two. After the initial disappointment, actually, disappointment is rather too strong a word. Surprise is probably more apt. Uh, I really enjoyed the album. Hopefully, you will too.
2: listening to Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show. Haven't you got anything better to do?
1: Straight after bare chest and eat from the inside. You heard because I played Parallel Twin by Australian band Flippin' Kick Out. I would have put money on bare chest being Australian, but, you know, Sheffield born and bred. Flippin' Kick Out uh, evolved from 60s punk outfit, the Flipped Out Kicks. And after losing a band member in 2019, the remaining members decided to continue in a similar track but uh, with uh, added this, that and the other, enlisting guest musicians to play on the band's debut self-titled album. To be honest, you only got the album yesterday. Thank you, uh, Lachlan. Uh, Yesterday being the uh, 6th of January, future streaming, downloading and non-live Rock Radio UK listeners. So I've only sped listen to it with me going, oh, yeah, oh, sounds like the damned from Evil Spirits, forward stroke, Rockford Files. Oh, yeah, blimey, another good one. Wow. Exile on Main Street Stones, with its continuing until the final track of Undecided. However, rest assured, I will be playing the heck out of it once I've got through the latest Steve Vincent's Mystery City and Pete Fox Fox's Radio. Uh, yeah, I didn't get to regaling what I got for Christmas on last week's show. Of course, i got this year's No Annual, a tradition that my late father started at my request when I was about seven. That uh, since he passed away, my mother managed for a year before she died with my daughter carrying it on. But she upped the A&T by getting me one that came out the year I was born with a dedication inside. The Missus Got Me, uh, the latest Bond film on DVD, which I have failed to watch and re really enjoy. I haven't even found time to watch the Sparks Brothers documentary I got for my birthday. On the book front, it was uh, Peter Hook's Unknown Pleasures, Inside Joy Division, and uh, Alan Lee Shaw's Damned If You Do Autobiography. I know everyone is normally skint in the new year, but if you got cash for Christmas, what on earth could you spend it on? And where? Heavy
2: Metal Murtha Something arranged your vinyl, guitar, T-shirts, sweatshirts, and so much more. Situated in the indoor market, Merthyr Tidwell, Wales. CF 47,
1: 8 E.M. Open Tuesdays to Saturdays, 9 till 5.
2: Remember, Heavy Metal
3: Merthyr.
1: No, drawing a blank. Oh, I know, of course, D&D Philpott's Grammar Free in the UK book. On the Christmas Eve Paranoid School Rock Show, I played what I thought was the final instalment in my Grammar Free in the UK segmentation, which featured Derek Gibbs from The Satellites. Uh, Subsequently, I have received emails and messages from learned musicians, all right, two, asking what happened to their contributions. Yeah, lost in the ether was the answer. So I have two more for your enjoyment. One, obviously, this week, and the other next. On hearing and getting wind of this, the pots after I blocked them and serve them with a cease and desist order, have once again been in contact with the great and the good who are in the book, but have yet to be featured. To wit, my inbox is once again full with inquiries. I shake my head.
2: Grammar-free in the UK. The Lockdown Letters. Bonkers Correspondence. To and from UK. Punk Artists. During 2020.
3: Dear Crisis, repc PC84, I have experienced considerable difficulty in the past with a substandard 386. I am afraid, but I certainly understand your frustration at purchasing a bottom of the range laptop. As you rightly state, in the UK things are getting tight, so perhaps you were attracted to a huge discount after seeing an advert on TV. On the plus side, you were able to get a demonstration without hesitation presumably at your local PC world on the street. Then you're going to get the book, obviously the vital instruction manual. I am however bamboozled as to the appliance's metre long nightstick power source that you appear to have taken a particular aversion to. Whilst most of my computers have come with a standard AC adapter or kettle lead, yours is programmed to function with a three foot bloody truncheon. Luckily, if they do still say we've got consumer rights and black and white are treated the same, you should be able to exchange the whole unit for a light-for-light light model with a colour printer. Yours, D. Philpott.
1: Dear comrade Philpott, I must apologise for my late reply, but as you may imagine, the struggle for world socialism takes up a fair bit of my day and even occasional evening. I'm afraid that as a happy Amstrad user, my dot matrix printer puts the decadent printers, be they black and white or colour, into the trash can of history. Your advice, like bourgeois democracy, is therefore of little use to me. If you wish to contact me online, feel free to message me on Minitel or CFAX. The future is ours. Tony Wakeford comrade right forward at compuserve
2: Free in the UK by D&D Philpots. It's available from www.coshboy.com forward stroke shop forward stroke 119 forward stroke. Or from your favourite independent book or record shop.
1: Unfortunately, I don't have any of the crisis material mentioned in the Philpots original letter. So instead, I use Deeds Not Words from the band's Escalator EP, which is readily available from their band Camp. Sight. From one segmentation to another.
2: Welcome to this week's Vinyl Resting Place.
1: My replacement Jimbo's Clown Room LP cover has not arrived yet. But Tom from the Phobics is, has. And uh, for those of you who are worried, yes, Tom's Phobic Foibles will return. I think in March, it'll be a whole year since we last did one. I blame the Philpots taking up Valuable airtime. I've even got a new intro. Have a listen, have a listen.
2: And now it's time for Phobic phobals with Tom Crosley.
1: You see, money is no object on the Paranormal Squirrel Rock Show. I say no object because there isn't any. Anyway, last week I pulled out the Flaming Sideburns mobile Graceland LP that came out in 2005 and as far as I can tell has never been re-released on CD or any kind of streaming downloading service it's a live album uh, recorded between 2002 and 2003 to promote i think hallelujah rock and roller uh from said and aforementioned mobile graceland this is the very excellent loose my soul <gasps> Yeah. I have to be really careful when playing records through my PC as the turntable is situated on the floor under my desk. So the risk of kicking it is rather on the high side. Sticking, not kicking, with live recordings, as uh, this time it is uh, ones and zeros. Although, uh, having said that, a cassette of live, (laughs) like a cyanide, open brackets, Milwaukee 2021, close brackets by Indonesian Junk, is uh, on the group's band camp site. Yeah, so anyway, as you probably have just gathered, Indonesian junk have just released a new live album on their Bandcamp site. The digital download version is a name your price. And as uh, Bandcamp Friday has been rescinded, I suggest you donate some money for it. I did. Uh, the cassette is 10 bucks, with the CD an extra $2. This is See the Light. <laughs> indonesian junk and the live version of see the light you heard because i played the new single by jay prozac called building blocks that is all set to be included on his new album that is all set for release later this year seven years ago jay prozac was involved in a studio product with bill mcrackin called Doubtfire, That released an album of the same name rather good it was as well well it's been just released for the first time on vinyl which i haven't ordered yet uh, I believe it's only limited to 200 copies. So That'll set you back about €19 Euros from Last Exit Music, so uh, you'd yeah, better get in quick. Uh, the digital version is readily available on Bandcamp. There's a couple of covers on the album. Uh, Let My Love Open the Door by Pete Townsend, that originally could be found on his 1980 album, Empty Glass, and Super Powered Superfly, written by Ginger Wildheart that's on Michael Munro's Century Overdrive album which means it must be time for the first Covers Corner Covers of 2022
0: Community sleeps No one needs No one needs Tonight to disappear for a while Licking the tires and hiding the virus We believe everything is fine Maybe they brought the receivers She was a lying She just did well, there was so much wrong that we broke up and we drifted away In the sky where society denies, we were all right Jack just put the calendar back to the New Year's Eve When we did and believe in the lies we delivered With a drink and a wink and a smile When we were super balanced, super fine With the papers released, somebody called the freeze While someone else called the CIA The cops towed the car away. Oh, how did they stop all the sundry from flying into a frenzy? Well, it is and That was super fun
1: I know, it's a straight-ahead faithful reproduction of Michael Munro's, but I like it anyway. 1973 was the first year that I actively became aware with what was being played on the radio, and on that staple of Thursday night viewing, Top of the Pops, Channel 5 in November, started to run a programme called 1970s, the UK's Biggest Hits, that basically is a year-by-year rundown of that decade. And come 1973, which I finally got round to watching last week, I knew every band, song, where I was, and what I was doing, which, you know, wasn't difficult. I was still at primary school. Back then, the new chart rundown was announced on a Tuesday lunchtime, about one forty-five. And um, for some reason, my primary school lunchtime, for which I was home dinners, at that time was uh, an hour and a half, 12.30 till 2.00. So literally, my mum had Radio 1 on in the kitchen with me standing in the open front doorway, waiting to hear who was the new number one, then legging it as fast as I could, back to school in time for the afternoon register. I'll tell you, I was furious when they cut dinner to an hour from 12.30 till 1, so we could leave at 3.30. Yeah, anyway, I digress, back to the 1973 Channel 5 programme. Something that I wasn't aware of, that I'm sure you all do, was that Stevie Wonder's superstition came about after Stevie, as a thank you for Jeff Beck playing on his Talking Book album, would write a song for him, between the album sessions Beck came up with the opening drum beat Wonder told Beck to you know keep playing while he jammed over the top of it he improvised most of the, the, the song including the riff on the spot with Beck and Wonder creating a rough demo for the song in a day the plan was for Beck to release his version first with his power trio of Beck Bucket and a piece and then uh, for Stevie to put his out however in the end Stevie released his in October 1972, reaching number seven in the UK charts in the February the following year. With Beck's hitting the real record shops a month later, which uh, I think failed to chart until next week. Take it easy.